All right, let's get this party started. All right. I feel like we should start this with like some like melodramatic laughing. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to join? I don't know how. She's literally taking a sip of her drink. Jesus. Okay. Well, welcome to the horror movie episode. <laughs> we'll put a damper on that. Are we ready, spaghetti? We are ready, spaghetti. Mm. Okay. Okay, so welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we want. And this week we are going to be talking about horror movies because this is coming out just before Halloween. Very We wanted exciting. to make sure we got in something extra spooky, spooky for spooky season. You mm-hmm. know what? I've decided this now. If you hear it, I've done it. I'm putting spooky no- I'm going to put like an owl hooting. I'm going to put fire sounds. I think I've done that before. I've done it before with a Christmas episode. I put fire sounds. I'm putting fire sounds. I'm going to put some owls hooting. Like a cawing of an animal. If, if, if I did it, I did it. Okay? It's a spooky what spectacular. What if you making the noise? Carmen, you know I'll do that. Remember when I used to do the bleeps and I would yeah. just do me going bleep? Like that is, if you hear a caca and you're like, hang on. <laughs> It's it might be crow. me. Might be a stock sound effect. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I do know what well, I know. We've talked about like horror movie-ish type stuff before, mm-hmm. but I don't think, mm-hmm. and I think we've done like Halloween-esque tradition stuff in some of our and like our episodes, but I don't think we've ever done like a horror Girl, movie. Can specific. I tell you? I scrolled through our episodes. I was like, didn't we do this? <laughs> And we but didn't, it, right? We didn't. No, we've done um, Halloween. No, we've done Christmas movies and mentioned mm-hmm. scary Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched a scary Christmas movie, if you'll recall. Mm-hmm. And the we greatest. also talked about witches and things like that. I was reading the like uh, descriptions for the episodes. I was like, these are good. I write them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wrote this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Um, so. Yeah. I guess to explain our podcast, we are two racialized women who talk about anything under the sun. Uh, we politicize everything. Everything. Even so horror sorry. movies. So get ready for that. We're going to probably talk about how like how racist the origins of horror movies are or something. Matter of fact, why I, black I, people are always I the first know ones we're to going die. to talk about that without <laughs> question. So join us for our discussion on horror movies. We're probably going to delve into the history. We're going to talk about our favorite movies and it'll be a great time. Great spooky mm-hmm. time for the spooky season. Yes. Um, Catherine, I feel like you back in the day in high school were very um, not a fan of anything even remotely creepy. Big old chicken. Yes. But yeah. uh, things have changed. And things I think you, you and I have switched spots now. So absolutely. Carmen, when we watched the Blair Witch Project in high school, um, stuck with me forever like it was I was so scared <laughs> of like people in corners like every everything about it was terrifying to me I'm thing is here's the thing I am a chicken from a family of chickens my mother biggest chicken you'll ever meet my older sisters wimps can't handle scary movies very Fair. very 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 squeamish about all those sorts of things like my sisters were like I don't know if I want to see Venom the poster looks scary like what? that's that's my family okay <laughs> Well, somewhere in the last few years, I became the horror movie person. And like, even so, I don't watch everything. But yeah, I became the horror movie person. Now I watch them. Some of them give me stress dreams. We'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. But like, I enjoy them. 
I think I'm probably going to, I have plans to go and watch like the Friday the 13th and the Halloweens, like those big, like long 20 episode, 20 episode, 20 movie franchises, because I know now that those won't scare me. You know what I mean? Well, they're, they're really so, stupid. They're super stupid. They're super campy. But teenage Catherine would not have been okay. No. Teenage Catherine had to leave Spanish class because we were watching The Devil's Backbone. And that one's not even that scary. Terrifying. Terrified me. My mom had to call the school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Uh, but you, Carmen, yeah, we've switched places. What about you? So for me, I think growing up, my two older cousins are obsessed or like maybe not obsessed, but they were really into horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, my cousin named her baby Wes, who I recently found out she named after Wes Craven. Wesley Snipes? Oh, never mind. If only. If only. In my head, it's Wesley Snipes. Oh. Um, but she uh, named him after Wes Craven. So renowned horror movie director. You could lie and say it's because of Blade. Well, that's what I tell myself. And that's why in my head his name is Blade. Mm, yeah. Personally. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I didn't particularly enjoy horror movies because I lived with my grandma who spent the better part of my childhood telling me that El Coco, also known as El Cucuy, was going to come for me. She thought it was hilarious. It scared me, which is like the boogeyman. It's like the oh. Latino boogeyman. <laughs> Latino. His name is And what? to have an old Mexican lady tell you that right before bed. It's not nice. <laughs> I mean, so, and no. then um, neither is the yeah. movie, man. It's it's never good. Why do we tell children these things? No, especially Mexicans. But um, so then I uh, and also like as somebody who's Mexican, every single adult ever in their lives has had at least one ghost encounter. Every single adult I know has had at least one weird, ghostly, paranormal encounter of some sort. (laughs) And everybody likes to tell those stories. And when you're like six years old, it's not great. It's really not great. It's not necessarily the best things to hear. Um, So I, like Catherine, was uh, terrified of everything. I watched the trailer for The Blair Witch. And then my cousin gave me a brief synopsis of The Blair Witch. And I slept with the covers fully over my whole body, including my head, for a whole ass year. It didn't matter how hot it was because I was scared that the Blair Witch was going to come and grab me. I mean, again, fair, absolutely fair. <laughs> like the I, like I used to be such a chicken. Like the, the yeah, the covers have to be over the head. Like yeah. you know when you're that scared that you have you can't even have your feet out, even though you're boiling. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to die of heat stroke under these covers. But that was me. <laughs> the feet can't be out. The head can't be out. Yeah, I fully get it. Um, yeah, I that used- was me. Uh, but then once high school came along, things kind of changed a little bit because I started like trying to watch scary-ish movies. And so I started to realize that they weren't that scary. But then the issue is, is that people like to make movies that are quite disturbing. And so now I don't need to watch a whole scary movie for me to be disturbed by it. Just give me the plot line. And I'm like, no, thank you. Demons. No, thank you. You're a big chicken when it comes to demons. I'm a big chicken when it comes to demons. Not that I think they're real, but just in case I don't want that in my space, just in (laughs) case, you know, I don't, I don't need it in my space. Um, And also I don't like, um, like killer ghosts. 
So yeah, Killer just ghosts. supernatural things you're like not here for. Yeah, it's like it's like no. If it's like a weird like psychological drama kind of ghost story, it's kind of fine, but if it's like this ghost is going to try and murder you, it's not fine. And then also the movies where they're like based <laughs> on a true story, I always have to look up what story it's based on, and what I've realized is that most of these movies are like very loosely based. Oh, yeah. Like like a whisper of whatever is like the story and then the rest is like bullshit but i don't need to watch those because the ones where it's like based on a true story and you're like this is terrifying Mm. i I mean yeah some of them i mean the true story ones where it's like a murderer now those are scary those are but the ones where it's like a ghost you're like that's not a true story what's the one there's an exorcism one the exorcism of Emily Rose, which is based yes. on a real exorcism where they have like the tapes and everything to this day. You can like hear the tapes and stuff. And like, I mean, that movie was not my favorite. It wasn't mm-hmm. scary as more of a psychological drama, but um, yeah, I didn't need to hear somebody sound like a man, like a, like a little girl sound like a man in the middle of an exorcism. Oh yeah. That's no good. As funnily mm-hmm. enough, I've never seen the exorcist. I've only seen like clips of the exorcist. What? Yeah, really? I've never seen that one. Like when I was a kid, like the scary movies or like the classic scary movies, I remember I saw like Poltergeist and that was- yeah, I haven't seen fine. that one. To this day, if I have a light in my closet, if I turn it on and I close the door and I like leave my like sister in the room, she's like, why are you doing it? Like it's very upsetting. <laughs> my sisters are older than me. I, <laughs> I'm i scaring them. <laughs> and they're seven and 10 years older than me, but I will do that thing. Um, yeah, there's also something about dim lights. Like if the dimmer is on, that's also scary. These are the things mm. I do to my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember when we were in high school, and I feel like this was like a weird turning point in my um, movie watching, my scary movie watching. We watched mm-hmm. some horror movie about like a haunted asylum or something where the ghosts were trying to get um, people, like the kids of the people who had like tortured them or something like that? House on Haunted Hill. Yes. Okay. So we watched that and we watched that as a group, right? And the part of the end where the ghosts were attacking that man and he's like, I'm adopted because he's like, I'm not actually related. Was it Omar Epps or something? (laughs) Was that, who was that? I don't remember. But that made me laugh to like one of the only movies where a dark skinned black man is the last one left alive to this day it made me laugh so hard that it like changed my opinion on horror movies because i was like this is the funniest thing i've ever seen similarly i remember seeing the omen the omen remake in high school with a friend of ours and to this day like there are things in that movie that make me laugh so hard because instead of being afraid i just was like this is absurd and i was into it the particular (laughs) moment i'm thinking of is the part where they're like He's a demon. His mother was a jackal. And then they open the grave. <laughs> it's like dog bones. <laughs> what? His mother oh, literally Tay was a, drag- a jackal. It, it, yes, yes, Tay Diggs. His mother literally was a jackal. And that made me laugh a lot. Now, I will say a lot of the horror movies on my list of like when we get to the things that I actually like, they're not necessarily can't be funny ones. But like it made me appreciate horror movies in the way that they could be campy when right. I was like, oh, no, this is silly as hell. Yeah, that's true. That like, is true. I mean, I'm still something I'm still about terrified. Bird. Yeah, I mean, you are. Carmen's the biggest chicken. Like, I'll be like, let's watch this scary thing, and she's like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be alone. You're leaving, and I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> I live alone. You know, I live next to the woods. Yeah, that's there's true. a coyote that's just been sauntering by my apartment every other day. Mm, a coyote? Looks like a wolf. <laughs> it's very scary. Well, 
Okay, so I'd like to get into our list of favorite scary movies. Now, Carmen always tells me, Catherine, make a list of five. Make five. a list of three. No, um, no it's like never five. One. <laughs> I got some uh, extra things. I literally have ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. But I'm going to make a caveat in that I'm going to give you the, the, the first five with a caveat that these are not my favorite scary movies necessarily. This is my list of do they count? Okay. Ah, ah. Okay, Do these that count as scary movies? Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to go through these with you, all right? My mm-hmm. number one favorite scary movie, does it count? The Mummy. Huh. That's a good I was question. a kid, I was That's terrifying. terrified of The Mummy. Oh, my God. That scene where they stood at the beginning where they stick him in the, in the, in the, in the sarcophagus, sarcophagus yeah. with the beetles. They and cut his like, tongue out. Ah! And then the part, like, later <laughs> when he's, like, sucking people's souls out, like, that was so so Ooh. scary to me when i was a kid like i was like mm-hmm. when did when did the mummy come out when we were like seven or eight seven yeah, yeah and i saw it like around that time and i remember distinctly being like in the shower in the morning and i just saw like the shadow of someone on the the shower curtain and it made me think of the mummy and it scared the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so i guess if you're a kid it's scary but when the if you're older it's like whatever it took me years to love the mummy and now it's like one of my favorite movies right but right. like the mummy, does it count? Okay, the craft, does it count? Honestly, there are moments where the cuckoo lady mm-hmm. is very scary. The I'm sorry part when she's like her yeah. feet are dragging on the floor and she's screaming at that guy. Yeah, yeah. Does the craft count? It's a legitimate question. Okay, interview with a vampire. Mm. Does it count? Is it too like vampire sexy to count as scary? I think so. Because, like, it isn't scary. But no, if you it's... were thinking about it from the victim's point of view, particularly that, remember that scene in Interview with a Vampire where Lestat is, like, torturing that girl and then locks her in a coffin? Oh, yes. I think about that moment and I'm like, is this a scary movie? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay, The Witches. Oh, it's on my list. Uh, yeah, so that one counts. Does it count? It, it counts. It counts. It's the terrifying. Old one. The old one counts. The, yes, the old one with Angelica Houston as the Grand High Witch. I think that counts. Fucking horrifying and disturbing. Okay, so we'll put we'll put that one to the side. And then my number five of Does It Count is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I know the no, answer is Catherine. No. It, but it has horror in the title. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I'm sure if I was a conservative woman in the 70s, I would be terrified. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, you know, Sure. Sure. <laughs> to the that. audience that would be fra- afraid of it, I'm sure it's very, very scary, or was, and now it's on Disney+. Plus. Listen, I'll never get over it. The Rocky Horror <laughs> Show is on Disney+, Plus, and that is antithetical to everything <laughs> that the Rocky Horror Picture Show represents. Yeah, 100%. But I guess you got to get that back. So, okay. All right, so that's my list of does it count. Now, please go into your list of actual scary movies, and I'll do my actual scary movies after it because does it count is like a legit qu- I was making this list I of- mean I could have also made a does it count because I had a few where I was like does that count but anyway I just added them to the list and I was like I'll make them count okay um so my first um kind of uh honorable mention because I, I only have one honorable mention I have six mm. so my honorable mention is um you know Jurassic Park Oh, well, three-year-old Catherine would say, absolutely. That's terrifying. Yes. That's a story where my cousins, I think I've said this before on this podcast, but my cousins, I was like six or something. And 
we had it on VHS and we watched it. And apparently at the end of the night, I was hiding behind the couch and would not come out. I had a nightmare when I was like three or four, when I, we saw it at home or something we had the VHS and I had a nightmare about the, uh, what is it? The T-Rex ripping off the roof of my house. Yeah. So that was And me. I think, yeah. So to it, I think 10 and under it counts. Yeah. So I, I give it an honorable mention because to this day, those, those, the, the scene in the kitchen with the kids, it is legitimately great. Terrifying. It's terrifying to this day. I'm like, Oh my God, they can open doors. Mm, clever girl. No, 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 no. Um, so my number five is Kronos, which is the Guillermo del Toro. It's Guillermo del Toro's first movie mm-hmm. uh, filmed in Mexico. I think Mexico city. With an all-Mexican cast except Ron Perlman. Well, (laughs) listen, he found a strange-faced man and he said, I'm keeping him. Yeah, he's my muse. I'll keep him forever. (laughs) Um, And so it's number five because it's very fun to watch. I got to watch it at TIFF uh, because they did have his movie showing uh, a couple years ago. And I got to watch it. And it was truly marvelous to see on the big screen because it was like a, a an indie 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 movie with mm-hmm. like no budget and like the fact that you know they had no because you know at, at the toronto international film festival building never heard do, of it <laughs> um they do the they give you like a bit of a synopsis of like this is when the movie was made these are kind of some of the obstacles here's the movie so they did that and just hearing everything that it took to make the movie and then watching it, you're like, this is super enjoyable. It's kind of cute and like adorable and also has every little bit of the Guillermo like charm essence. Yes. That you would want. Cause it's like kind of fairy tale but also very gory. So it's great. It's like gory. It's about a man who ends up accidentally, who's an antiques dealer who ends up becoming a vampire by accident. And like oh. the whole story is, is the fact that he's trying to like stay close to his granddaughter who he loves more than anything. And she's like this little kid and, and he's being chased by this man, Ron Perlman looking for eternal life. Oh, okay. So it's great. Sure. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Um, and so Kronos is my number five. And then my number four would be Suspiria, which Again. I've also brought up before because my friend, Michael, um, who passed away a few years ago. Um, used to, we used to watch it every once in a while. Now, when I tell you that this movie is fucked, it's like a 1970s fever dream. Somebody was on too much acid movie. Okay. And I love it. I love the soundtrack. I love the cinematography. It's really fucking weird. And when you're watching it, you're like, tee hee hee hee, this is so funny. Look at the special effects. Try walking home at night after. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna die. Um, so that's why I enjoy it. I like movies where you're like, that wasn't scary. And then like two hours later, you're like, I'm about I'm about to die. We feel like, I die. mean, a lot of horror Ooh. movies right now have been like just disturbing. Yes. They're not even horror. Like, I don't think that The Lighthouse, for example, counts as a horror, but it made me sick. (laughs) (laughs) This is horrifying. It was just like a weird psychological thriller. And I feel like the movies that make you like upset later. Yes. The ones where you're just like. Those are good. The ones that keep you like thinking. Like, I know there's this one movie called Melancholia, Mm -hmm. which is by this director who makes really fucked up movies. Like very, like he's known for making fucked up movies. And I remember 
the first time I want, I want again, I watched it with my friend Mike and it's like about the world ending, but really it's about this girl with depression. Okay. And it's one of those movies where you watch it and then you're like, what the fuck was that? But then you can't <laughs> stop thinking about it for like the next three weeks. You're like, what, what happened? What did I watch? And it's just, you know, I, I, I do enjoy movies like that. Um, which brings me to my next movie. So I think, uh, which would be The Others. Oh. Have you I watched The Others? Awesome. No, I've literally only seen the trailer. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, what a movie. Um, that's one of those movies that I like because it has ghosts and it's kind of creepy, but also really, really good. Like just so enjoyable to watch. Mm. Nicole came in, right? Yes. As like a war widow with two kids in a giant mansion and creepy servants. Oh, okay. I highly recommend, highly recommend. You know what? I think I will watch that one for sure. It's I very, very good. Because that was it's one very... of those ones that when I was a young, when I was a kid, I was like, this is too scary. And I'm like, I yeah, me too. watch it now. Me too. That was the same. It's fine. Um, and then my next movie is Witches for reasons already discussed. Already discussed. It's horrifying. It's terrifying. I hate it. And I think I, I don't know if I had one more, but if I don't, I also put on the side the Blair Witch. Now, the only reason I picked the Blair Witch is because on the trajectory of me hating scary movies and being like the biggest scaredy cat as a child, when I forced myself to actually watch the Blair Witch and not just the trailer, um, one of the biggest blessings to me was that because that movie was touted as like, oh, this is real found footage blah, 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 which is why people got so scared because nobody knew any of the actors. So nobody really knew if it was real or not type of thing. Um, and back then it wasn't like people on Instagram or whatever. So even though the premiere happened, if you didn't know the premiere happened, you could really live your life thinking the Blair Witch was, was real. Yeah. Um, and when I first saw it, because it was so many years later, I was like, oh, that's the chick from that Taken show. Oh, well, there <laughs> like, we go. Makes you feel better. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fine. And then I watched it and I was like, that's when I came to realize that I'm the type of person that maybe does need to watch scary movies, because if you give me a plot synopsis, it'll scare you more. It'll scare me more because I'll make everything up in my head. And whatever mm. is coming from my head is far more disturbing, which I realized because I saw this like top 10, like most disturbing horror movie endings or something. And one of them was like this one movie that to this day, I'm like, I don't want to watch it because it sounds terrifying of a man just filming a man who's like, yeah, I'm going to die. And like, I just want to film. I want you to film me for a few days. And then he ends up being a, a cuckoo man who oh. tries to kill the videographer. I remember going to like a film, like my friend was in a film class in university and then she was like, oh, we're watching this movie in class. Do you want to come? And I was like, sure. And I went and saw this weird French film where this man slit his own throat. And I was like, to this day, it upsets me. I don't know what the <laughs> yeah. movie was, but it was like this man being like so sad about his like sad life being adopted by this family. And he's like, ah, I'm going to kill myself. And then it's like shot like it's real footage and he slits his own throat. And the way it's filmed <laughs> to this day, uh, horrifying horrifying yeah. i was like don't ever invite me anywhere ever again <laughs> <laughs> okay it's really scary it was really scary and the thing is there are things like that in certain movies that aren't horror movies like have you ever seen um oh shoot what's that movie called that movie with michael b jordan and 
that guy where they have superpowers? Chronicle. Chronicle. Chronicle's scary. It's not, but it is. It's upsetting. No, it is. It's disturbing. That part where he breaks that spider apart. No, thank you. The idea yeah. of an actual, like, sad weirdo kid getting superpowers and fucking everything up. It was really scary. It was genuinely very, very scary. Yeah, that was not great. And it's that like, movie was stressful. It was stressful. That's an excellent word. Because some of the movies on this list are stressful. Or in some of the movies I left off are just stressful. Like Midsummer Why, well, like, is get stressful. Out, get Out is not an enjoyable. Like it is enjoyable, but it's also not enjoyable. It's stressful. It's on my list, but let me get into it. Okay. All right. So here's my actual list. So number five. Um, oh, actually, I have another doesn't count. What is Focus it? Pocus Pocus. No, well, <laughs> the inciting incident in that movie is the death of a child. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And everyone's like, yay! <laughs> okay, Cabin in the Woods. The oh, Cabin great movie. I was going to put it on my list as well. It's not scary, I will say. Although I watched it not too long ago with my sister and my mother was like overhearing it and was like, I don't want to, I don't want you guys watching it. She was like too upset at the like the sounds of the movie. It's fair. So... The cabin in the well, woods. there are disturbing parts in it. Like, it's gory. It's gory. It does a good job at certain moments of being not necessarily scary, but, like, you can understand how it could be scary. Like, the scene mm-hmm. in the basement where they're choosing the Ugh. artifacts. Like, that part's actually kind of scary. Um, the cabin in the woods, for those who don't know, is, like, an excellent, I guess you could say parody of horror movies, but it's also, mm-hmm. like, a commentary on horror movies. So the idea is that, like, all the horror movies you've ever seen are actually secret rituals that mm-hmm. people do to keep these old gods, you know, mm-hmm. under the earth. And it's it's like it a ends really beautifully. Concept. It ends beautifully. I love the ending. Um, it's great. It's a really really good movie. If you're gonna watch a like a horror movie that's not too scary, The Cabin in the Woods is a very good mm-hmm. one. And to like get people into a, a horror movie or get them thinking about horror movies, that's that's one to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number four is Hereditary, which is again fucking stressful. Carmen won't watch it because there's... Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The devil? Uh, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The thing about Hereditary and the reason Hereditary is upsetting is, yeah, it's disturbing from start to finish. It never stops being upsetting. Absolutely not. And, like, the ending is violent and... So it's, like, creepy, upsetting, terrifying, sad, weird. You're like, what the fuck is that? And then Tony Collette screams at dinner and you're like, I feel like I got yelled at. And then... (laughs) All this demon stuff happens at the end, and it's so violent and upsetting and aggressive. Mm. And I didn't have Mm-mm. nightmares about Hereditary specifically, but I had nightmares where I was so stressed out, and I'd wake up and I'd be like, "Tony Collette is on my ceiling." Like I would be sure that she was there. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I will not be watching. It gave that. me lots of stress. Yes. Okay, so that's my number three. Uh, sorry, my, my number four. My number three. I'm going to choose It Chapter 1 because that's also a What's wrong with you? It's fun. It Chapter 1 is good. It Chapter 1 is <clears throat> really good, actually. All the kids in it are great. The- sure. I'm I, I'm not surprised, but I, I you know I know how I feel about clowns. Clowns, yeah. I mean, the clown's fine. He's scary enough, but he's not. he didn't scare me, scare me, which is good. I think it's because... I don't know. He didn't scare me. Is it because he's a Skarsgård? The Skarsgård didn't scare me as much. Um, <laughs> like, Tim Curry in a, in a sewer feels like you could find Tim Curry in a sewer. Like it was, yeah. it's no good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very true. But like, so this guy, it, there was something about it that was like glossy enough that I like enjoyed it rather than was afraid of it. 
Mm. There were moments that were like a little scarier than others, but it was just more like enjoyable to me. The creepier things were when other people were being sort of like either where they were controlled by Pennywise or they were like, actually, like, there's this part where this kid's in a library and you see behind him out of focus, the librarian staring at him. And every shot, the librarian gets closer and closer and closer no. and is no, staring no. at him. And you know, that's like, that is not the librarian, that kind of thing. Those little moments were scarier. In It Chapter 2, there's actually a very good moment with an old lady. Okay, old ladies. The old ladies are scarier. Mm-hmm. When when It is an old lady, he's scarier. Mm-hmm. It Chapter 2 is not as good. It's very messy. But um, there are good moments in that one as well. So if you want to watch both of them, they're fine. And the casting for the adults is also very good. But um, It Chapter 1 is, is a good movie. The one that came out a few years ago with the kid from Stranger Things. Not that was the 90s Toronto. version with those, whoever those people were with the long hair. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. It was so filmed in Canada. It was crazy. I was like, I feel like I know where that is. <laughs> it's like when I was watching Shazam and I was like, okay, this is the TTC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My number four is Get Out. It's great. Do you like stressing yourself out? It's I've seen Get Out several times actually, and it's very, very stressful, and it's very good, and it's disturbing. And I wait, you know it's number. Isn't that number three? Of what? Of your movie list? No, it's number four. Oh, are you going up? Yes, my number ah. one will be my number one. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. So, yeah, we're, I guess we're going in opposite directions. So, like, now, <laughs> so Get Out is a wonderful movie. It's very upsetting. You know when you talk to white people about it and they're like, it wasn't that scary. And you're like, you talk to black people and they're like, oh. Terrifying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and also the thing about that movie is, is why like, racialized people don't go to an all white event by themselves. I mean, we the thing about Get Out is that like it is the horror movie version of the joke that every black person, brown person says about like being alone in a room full of white people or like, yes. don't let me be there alone. I don't want to be alone like Jordan Peele like an absolute an absolute legend there are so many moments in that movie that are a hundred percent real like the way that the white people talk and the way that how uncomfortable it is like it's just so a hundred percent real and then the idea that they want to be black people and that's the thing they're doing it's it's a chef's kiss it's a wonderful movie the part at the end when you think Carmen have you actually ever seen Get Out no I've read a a very detailed plot synopsis again again with the plot synopsis okay because I would rather I with Get Out I was like I can't I Carmen we can watch let's watch it together I can't you can do it you can I watched Us Us was great I liked Us I promise you can do it we can do it we can watch it together I liked but Us I I think I draw the line at Us 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 is Us is no you can do I believe in you it's not that it's not it's it's good I'm okay. sure, so here, but I know I'll, what happened, so it's stressful. Yes, but at the end, there's a moment where you think the cop, like he's like strangling the, the white woman, right? Yeah. And you think that the cops have come to get him, and then it turns out it's his friend, and you're like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, yeah. I guess. Uh, I should, I mean, we should always say that, like, if you're listening to anything where we talk about movies, we'll spoil everything, everything. all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah, you, it, at the end... You're relieved. You're happy at what happened. Like it's it has a great ending. You wouldn't be mm-hmm. afraid. Trust me. You would be stressed while watching it, but yes. we can watch it together. The lights will be on. We can have hot Cheetos. It'll be. It won't be scary. I mean, it definitely. You know what makes me laugh about Get Out? The Jordan Peele fully wrote and directed this movie while married 
to a white woman. I mean, I'm like, how does sir? she feel about this? I mean, she always laughs. She's like very proud of her husband. Yeah, she. I think she, she wrote like a tweet where she's like, I'm very saddened about this documentary that came out about my family. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, she's fine, but you know, you know. I wonder if they had conversations about it. Oh, for sure. I think he said that it was like awkward at dinner with his in-laws. Well, I'm sure his in-law, like, I don't know, but I feel like maybe his in-laws would be like, you know, I voted for Obama. <laughs> Three times. I would have bought yeah. I would have voted for him a, a third time if I could have. Um, <laughs> okay. So my number one, because I think this is a perfect mix of, I like this movie. I think mm-hmm. about this movie and it does upset me is the witch. <gasps> No, I that another one I'm not going to watch. The Kevin. witch is real. Again, I tried I tried to trick my family into watching it. We're like Catherine. five minutes in, and the and the first few minutes are not even like nothing scary is happening, but it's the music. It's this like like this creepy music yeah, that's yeah. like uncomfortable to listen to. I think I watched the first like forty five minutes to mm-hmm. an hour, and you're like, this is upsetting. Yep. It's upsetting. It's fully upsetting from start the to finish. The baby scene, I didn't mean. The, I didn't. The baby scene makes me upset every time I think about it because I don't like the mashing of the baby. No. It made me sick. Um, yeah, my mother was like, I can't. What do we do? And then we watched something dumb afterwards. Like she couldn't handle good. it. Good. Good. Um, the witch is very good. The reason I choose the witch is because the ending of the witch is like, again, chef's kiss. Like, great. It's like the, the what is it? The goat that you has been in the in the barn the whole time right who's called black philip like she goes to the goat and is like asks him to reveal himself if he's actually the devil and he is guess what the devil is hanging out on the farm the whole time um and he says this line that like you'll see on like t-shirts and shit which is like what's thou like to live deliciously you know Mm. and he's like well would you like the taste of butter would you like a pretty dress would you like to live deliciously and she's like Hell yes, I would. And then she Especially goes and joins. living like a fucking peasant. Right? If Again, 100%. If I am that woman in like fucking Salem, Massachusetts or, where, or out, wherever she is in yeah. like 18 something. And like I have this shit life with my perv family who like hates me and like, like blames me for things. I am joining that coven of witches in the woods and flying. Yeah. What are you talking about sure did i have to kill a baby and rub its fat all over my body i mean like beauty routines but did it work but did it work though (laughs) but did it work though like it's like when you're watching have you watched you watched obviously the chilling adventures of sabrina like the sabrina remake right like oh i actually i haven't oh you haven't but the way they talk about the devil and like satan and because it's specifically instead of being like sabrina the teenage witch it's like sabrina the satanic which like, <laughs> specifically and they ha- they talk about the devil and blah 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 and they're all like afraid of the devil but they are like into it at the same time but it's like if you get actual magic i mean you know sign your name in the book of the beasts like what's <laughs> whatever truly i see like, truly. the devil appears over my shoulder uh, <laughs> i don't really believe in the devil i want to say that's why he doesn't scare me. I'm like, this guy's not real. So you see, for me, I was raised very much in a Catholic, but not Catholic household. So I'm more of a just in case 
I'm here's the thing. I am a just in case, especially with ghosts. I'm much more of a just in case with ghosts than demons. Mm. Because to me, ghosts could be like, what if a ghost is like a memory or like some other thing that we don't understand, right? Yes, Guillermo del Toro. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) But like a demon, I'm like, that's dumb. Like the demons are stupid. I know. I'm like, I I studied history and religion. I studied Christianity. I'm like, fuck it, like jerk off. Like demons are fucking lame anyway. Who cares? (laughs) They don't exist. They're stupid. Whatever whatever with demons like I'm not afraid of them yeah I mean like ghosts to me are scary mostly because I think if I saw one in real life I don't know how I would react well I grew up in a house with a ghost yes I know and like for me (laughs) I also in my apartment that I used to live in with my mom not the one that she's in now I think the one before was a like we used to have moments where I would literally, I literally at one point thought my mom was like up and walking around because I was on my computer and the computer was against the wall. So you couldn't really see anything. Mm-hmm. And I was just working. And you know, when you feel someone's like walking around. Yep. And then my mom, like out of nowhere, I hear her yelling from her bedroom to like that she needed something. And I was like, then what the hell was, what just okay. happened? Well, and it happened a couple of times to us. And I, I think I remember my mom mentioning that like, like somebody that lived there, like had died or something. So like, I know, um, I know I've witnessed things and everybody in my family has had ghost stuff happen. So yeah. I'm just like, it's very funny. Cause I will fully say, I don't believe in ghosts, but I also did grow up in a house with a ghost, with a ghost, with out question. And there was a ghost in my house. Like, like it's, I, I'm very, I don't know what I, why I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like a lot of the ghost things seem like full bullshit to me, but the kind of ghost that was in my house was a ghost in my house because everyone in my family late at night when we were like doing dishes or something, you wouldn't want to be right. downstairs on the main floor of like the house because there was someone fucking there. Like it, it just felt like there was someone there. It felt like there was someone behind like you or in front of you, but you couldn't, it just felt like there was someone there. And my mother um, told us after we left the helm that uh, she was like, Oh, yeah, I would say that there was no ghost, but I also felt that there was a ghost there. I just didn't want you guys to be, like, affirmed in your belief that there was a ghost and get afraid. But there was a ghost in my house. Like, I'm very trained in not turning back. I If I go up, not turning back when I'm going somewhere, if I feel something behind me, I'm not looking back. I go up the stairs in places where I feel something behind me. Yeah. I don't turn around because I was, I know not to turn around. Well, that's why I think... Scary movies are good. I think the best scary movies are often the ones where you don't necessarily see things. Yes. Or those where are there's good. like the stuff left to the imagination. There's a quote in um, the Lord of the Rings commentary for, for Fellowship of, of the Ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where Chris really is like saying that he doesn't like the part where they show the ring coming off of the seal door's finger because he's like, what you don't see is often more frightening, suggestive, erotic uh, mm-hmm. than what you do see. And I want you to know that's a direct quote. And I didn't <laughs> it truly look it is. Up. I didn't I look can it vouch. Up. Um, <laughs> and I agree. Like a lot of times in horror movies, when you see the thing, you're like, ah, oh. like, have you ever watched Jaws? Like Jaws isn't scary because we're looking at it with like modern eyes. But even so, you see that shark and you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, man, whatever. But at the time, I think people thought it was really scary. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why when you don't see the shark. Exactly. And then when you do see it, it's like, oh. All right. 
I guess that happened. Okay. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things are scarier. Blair Witch. The Blair Blair Witch, Witch, you never see a single thing. Mm -hmm. It's just noises. And then at the end of the movie, it's just somebody's face up against a wall. Yeah. And honestly, even talking about it makes me, I don't like corners for that very reason. Yeah, exactly. I was like, and then you don't know what happens, right? It just, you never see anything that actually happens. There's like no gore. There's no nothing. It just ends. Just ends. And you just hear sound. So your imagination fills in all the gaps. Mm -hmm. It really does. Which is truly terrifying. Oh, so do you want to talk a little bit about the um, earlier horror movies? I guess. And you know what's funny? I actually knew some of this because I went, I looked it up and I was like, I feel like I remember this. We learned a lot about this in Spanish class. Oh my God. I mean, we would have. We would have. Sorry. (laughs) So apparently the first horror movie to ever come out came out in 1896 and it was called House of the Devil. Were movies around in 1896? Yes. And it was a three minute silent film. Okay. Uh, as one does in the 1800s. Um, but it was a three-minute silent film that was like vampire-esque. Mm. But it's three minutes and it's silent. So it doesn't really give you much room to figure out exactly what's going on. So it was like loosely the idea is I think that it's like some sort of vampire-esque, demon-esque person who is like trying to kill people. Okay. And then it is defeated by a crucifix, which is why they also think it's a the devil. Or not the devil. A vampire? A vampire? Yeah, so that was that one. And then, of course, um, I don't know if you know. I mean, I think you do. Again, Spanish class. but um, Nosferatu? Yes. So vampires, because, you know, people make jokes. Ha, ha, ha. Vampires. Twilight. They sparkle. Whatever, whatever. Because vampires haven't actually... Think about it. Think about movies that have come out recently. How many recent in the last 20 years vampire movies have been scary they're not because we're not afraid of vampires no because they've become this like romanticized thing it's the interview with the vampire thing there is this one movie with a child vampire who makes friends with like a human and then the child vampire kills a bunch of kids that are bullying the human because they're friends oh that sounds like it actually could be scary yes that one's good also Um, vampires are very gay like the vampires and <laughs> yes. so the thing is i think it seriously like the fact that like we're not as afraid of gay people as we used to to be clear carmen and i are queer we're just talking about like the history of whatever <laughs> we're not saying we're not specifically afraid of gay people anyway but like we're not as afraid as a, as a society as of gay people as we used to be so they're less scary because a lot of the early vampire stuff are number one the early vampire literature all that shit's infused with gay shit uh, like like every early vampire male is like Lord Byron and like someone writing a yeah. sad story about like how Lord Byron was a vampire. Like essentially, that's not even a joke. Look it up. And then also the early female vampire, like Carmilla, is again like a lesbian story. Like the vampires are homosexual. And right. as we have become less... Interview with the vampire is one of the gayest things that you ever see. We've your- ever seen. In your ever. whole life. Ever. Antonio Banderas and... um Brad Pitt not kissing is honestly a crime. But like, it's, vampires are gay and we're not afraid of gay people anymore. Yes. The movie I was talking about was called Let Me In. And so I think it was originally perhaps like a foreign movie. Mm-hmm. And then they, I, I'm almost thinking they might've remade it into an English movie with, um, what's her name? Chloe Moretz. Oh, okay. 
Um, and it, it says, Owen leads a lonely life and is bullied by his peers at school. He happily befriends Abby, his new helpful neighbor, without being aware that she is hiding a secret from him. And she's yeah, a vampire. So most vampire movies aren't scary. Most. Um, because most vampire movies are like, yeah, they're like weird they're like and romanticized. Sexuality, I drink yeah. blood in the nighttime, blah, 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 blah. Nosferatu. Really Even Nosferatu in his like scary, like creepy fingers and whatever, just like coming into your room. He's still sneaking into somebody's room. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But so basically what happened was Nosferatu was supposed to be like a rat. Because I the whole thing about a rat? equating... A rat. Yeah, because they because the idea was that vampirism or like vampires weren't actually necessarily um, specifically they didn't want them to specifically relate to bats. They wanted to relate them to rats because of the plague and this idea that like a vampire that is contagious, that the vampire can turn you into another vampire um, had to do with the plague and everybody's fear of like viruses and plagues. Makes the gay metaphor work even better. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, So Nosferatu was supposed to look. That's why he looks the way he looks. It's supposed to be kind of like rat, like rodent. Oh, Even his like fingers and like his face. Um, But then what happened was in that time, Bela Lugosi um, became Dracula. And then this story of Dracula. So Bela Lugosi ended up being the actor who romanticized um. Vampires. vampires and have ever you... since then it's been a disaster well actually not <laughs> i think it's gotten great i think it's great it's not been <laughs> scary but it's been great like um have sure. you seen the the bbc dracula that came out like last year or the year before no Catherine, i have okay. not the first two episodes are good the third one is trash absolute garbage the first two are actually very good and the like one of the opening lines is like the character of jonathan harker who's like the boy who goes to transylvania or whatever in dracula and he's like in this asylum or this nunnery and he's like freaking out and this nun is like how many times did you have sex with dracula <laughs> he's like uh um like 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 that is one of the opening things it's chef's kiss it's great that's very funny um yeah and i think uh, actually one of the things i appreciate about guillermo del toro is like his whole thing is like vampires aren't scary anymore and also the whole point of a vampire is that it's supposed to be related to like disease yeah and disease. like the plague the plague. So if you sure. watch the second blade slash, if you read his book slash watch the strain, his vampires are fucking terrifying. And even the anatomy, when they describe the anatomy of the vampires that he's written within the book, they have, they match the same anatomy as like a rat. Mm, so they'll even say in the book, like it's the same thing. And they have this, like, instead of just being like, Oh, I'm going to bite you. They have this like, like their retractable throat that just lunges out at you. I highly, it's terrifying, but I highly recommend Blade 2. Blade 2 is great. Yeah, they do. The thing is, certain, it's funny because there are certain like things that aren't scary, even though they're supposed to be a scary thing. Yeah. There can be like one version of it that's good. So I'm glad that there's like a version of vampires that's better that scary because it's like giants. Giants aren't scary. When have you ever been afraid of a fucking giant? But then have you ever watched Attack on Titan? Yes, and I... Giants are fucking terrifying in that. That's <laughs> so the only time I'm afraid of giants is, is an Attack on Titan, but I'm yeah, not afraid of them do in it well, any other context. If you do it, it well, can be scary. you can make anything scary. Like, zombies, I don't think are scary, but there are certain zombie things that can be scary. Of like course. A, like a 28 Days Later. 
And oh. honestly, the, the scariest thing in that one was Doctor Who. Everybody knows. Although our friend Caitlin would say it's not a zombie virus. It's just rabies. What they don't man. actually die. I don't know if Caitlin would say that. I don't know if she was the one who told me that. She definitely told me that the virus in 20 Days Later was just. It was like a rage virus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Just, yeah. But like, like if just... zombies really happened, who's, they don't have to be supernatural. They could just be rabies. Yeah, I think the idea was that some dumbass purists, probably people who live in their mother's basements um, and never leave the house and only eat Cheetos. Um, You're really insulting Caitlin here. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. No. <laughs> um, we're like, oh, Rough. they're not zombies because they didn't die. Well, anyway. They're not the undead. It's like, fuck off. They eat people. Just leave it. Like Jesus came back with um, holes in his Did hands. Is he a zombie? Like, yes, is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So for zombies, unfortunately, I don't even know how to start. I don't know how to start with zombies. Are we talking because... about the uh, Romero? So back in the day, there is this idea. And, uh, you know, we have so much colonized information that I'm not really sure... I'm not really sure what's what, but essentially it was this idea that when quote unquote explorers, just fucking bandits who were European went to certain parts of Africa, they found people who apparently, according to them, were able to control other people by using witchcraft and therefore could make them do whatever they wanted, including anything bad. So- That was like this whole idea of like zombies was like voodoo related. Ooh, I actually never knew that. Voodoo. Yes. That's cool. Um, but, and then here's, here's the greatest thing. One of the first zombie movies ever to come out was in the 1930s and it was called White Zombie. Already white? Not White Zombie. Ha White Zombie. Ha White Zombie. And so the story is such that a, a lovely young white maiden, um, travels to Haiti to meet up with her fiance front door what are you talking about so she goes to meet with her fiance in Haiti where they are being uh oh 1932 sorry not 1930 where they uh meet up and uh continue planning their wedding at a plantation run by another man whose entire plantation is run and operated by black Haitian zombies you know, and who wrote that? So the story goes that the voodoo master person, the voodoo like witch doctor man, I don't even want to call it voodoo, sees this young, beautiful white lady. And the guy who runs the plantation is like, I want her for me. Oh. And so he sal- tells his witch doctor man who he's hired on to make everybody, all the black people, you know, run uh-huh. the plantation yeah, uh-huh. to make her a zombie so that she does not marry her fiance. And so he does, and then she becomes a zombie. Um, so he has complete mind control over her, which he ends up not liking, and then he ends up regretting. And then the fiance realizes that his all of these like fleeting visions of her that he's been seeing are actually her, and that she's she's real, but she's being mind controlled by this voodoo witch doctor human and so he gets a uh missionary 
Christian missionary to help him because he doesn't know what to do. And so the Christian missionary is able to vanquish the witch doctor who he throws off a cliff. And after that, all of the zombies that were being controlled, who are black, don't have anybody to control them. So they themselves fall off said cliff. But lo and behold, the white lady is no longer controlled. I don't know why she doesn't fall off a cliff because she ends up happily ever after married to her white husband on the plantation. You know, and so that's the first zombie movie. You know, movies used to are not good. <laughs> and like I We're actually remember about I remember learning door. about this movie in Spanish class and I probably at that time was like that's a little suspect but I didn't you know we were young and some of us myself very much so did not have the fortitude of character to be like fuck this shit I think it was more just like that sounds okay. not good that sounds very <laughs> um, not good I don't remember learning about that one at all um might have been grade 11 Spanish might have been enough for me dog uh yeah no no thanks that's I don't like it and right uh, the thing is, um, when I think of zombie I didn't know that, that at all when I think of zombie movies I think of of like Romero Romero and I think oh isn't it interesting that in that movie like that the black man is the protagonist, the hero, and the one who yeah, but that's because it's Romero. He's Mexican. He's great. He took the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Genre. But like, that's what I think of when I think of early zombies and race. It's Romero. I've never what? Yeah, 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 yeah. When I think of when I think of early zombies and race, I think of Romero. I do not think of whatever the fuck that is. What are you well, yeah, because I was as a child, I was very interested in the paranormal, and every book that you could take out in the library about the paranormal had at least half a page on zombies and all of them talked about this whole ooh zombies originate from africa and the caribbean i, I, especially I never heard that ever once Catherine, ever. it's so it's so like it was like where i heard it but the way that they made first of all this is how we know they made it sound like it was such like a fact that like white people went probably did not speak the language and were like oh these witch doctors can mind control people you know what though here's the thing they probably did tell them that but like Like, maybe they were like uh we can control you get the fuck out of our town this is wild anyway so then those movies came out but thank god that in the 1960s and 70s and 80s and onward george romero was like we're gonna make these movies about social commentary we're going to make them about racialized people and oppression and everything else. And we will not, we will not be doing yeah. this to people. Um, so that was nice. Okay. So vampires, zombies, got anything else on anybody else? No, I mean, I wanted to just, cause those are like the main ones. I don't know anything about ghosts. I feel like every, every culture, culture has, everyone has ghosts has ghosts. So I didn't think I needed to get too into that one. Although I think in general, the history of like mainstream horror movies is the fact that like racialized people always die first. Oh, yeah. Sure we do. Sure we do. Because they're disposable and we don't need them. And you cannot and the like virgin, the idea of like the virginal white untainted human obviously has to be white because that you can't fathom an untainted human being like a black person. Oh yeah. Again, this is why the cabin in the woods is so good. Cause that's the point of the movie is that like the white, sh- the, the virgin is the one who can be left alive or she can die, but she has to be like an innocent. And that yeah. the other characters like 
have to die for their sins and like it's a racialized character it's um it's like a sexualized woman like all of those things are the ones who have to be like punished because horror movies are about punishment or like western horror movies are about punishment yeah they're very much like moral i feel like yeah i feel like western horror movies are about punishment I feel like a lot of Asian horror movies are about like guilt. It's always like something from the past is coming. You know what I mean? Um, right. I don't think it's, I feel, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like in terms of at least the ones that get imported into like North America, a lot more Asian, a lot of Asian things seem to be more about something that happened and then the consequences of it rather than punishing like a bunch of teens in a house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think and so. And that, like, yeah, like, 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 what the genre like looks like in different countries and different like areas of the world, yeah, is very also very important. And again, another thing about the cabin in the woods because that's because like in the cabin in the woods, it's like those little girls in a room like like calming that like dead child wit like ghost or whatever. <laughs> they turn Japan. her into a frog. Yeah, in Japan, yeah. and they turn her into a frog, and they like she hops away. Yeah, and then there was the one who there was a country that had the gorilla, the killer gorilla. Yeah, though yeah, maybe I am overgeneralizing. I'm sure there are a lot of like Chinese or Japanese or Korean movies about like teens dying in a house because I just thought about there was this one called like, um, White I think it was called, and it's about like a, it's like a K-pop horror movie about these no these like K-pop stars like dying or whatever or getting killed. I don't know. I think that was also about like perfectionism and it was very strange anyway but um yeah so horror movies change from place to place the genres are very specific here's the one thing I will say every time I think about the horror movie where they move into a house which Mm -hmm. is clearly haunted and like I remember as a teen thinking why would you move into this obviously walls bleeding house you know now as an adult we would love to buy some real estate I say, give me the house. Give me the house. <laughs> what are you talking about? What give me the about? house. I will wash sage the blood. it. I'll sage it. I'll wash the blood off the walls. It's cool. We can be friends with the ghosts. What are you talking about? Like, I literally think about it all the time. I think about those houses where I'm like, the family's blood is still in the, the grout. Power washer. What are you talking about? Let's let's get it done. Let's fix it. No problem. Yeah, I get that. No problem. Although I do feel like. Some places just have an energy that you don't necessarily want to fucks with. Like if it's like, oh, someone died in this house or like whatever. I feel like I'm more okay with that than I am with like, I don't know. Pet cemetery? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just feels like, I, I, you know, I would want, I would rather have, like if somebody was murdered there, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. As long as the energy is not terrible. Even if there's people that like are, you have a ghost dog or something, just like whatever. But like- <laughs> But if it's like, but if it's like one of those things where you're like constantly feeling like something's heavy and in the room, then it's like, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I probably won't move into that house, but you never actually, I probably would have already moved in and then been like, fuck, well, <laughs> I guess I got to perform a ritual. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So that's the thing. But I feel like for us, our upbringing is interesting. I don't know about you, but for me, because I grew up around so many ghost stories that like things concern me, but I remember um, there's that. There's that episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved, the supernatural one. Yeah. Where uh, Ryan, who is the big believer of all things. Basically, if you watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, Catherine would be Shane. Yeah. And I would be Ryan because Ryan is basically the guy who's like carrying holy water. 
He's yeah. like, don't taunt the demons. And Shane is just taunting the demons and making yeah. fun of his holy water. So um, there was an episode where he, Ryan fully was like, I saw like a full human. Like I saw a fully formed apparition apparition outside of the window um and Shane was like how do you know it just wasn't like a person walking by (laughs) (laughs) and he was like no because he had like different clothes on and he's like and there's a wall and he walked like he's like unless he somehow was able to leap over a wall he just like full confidence walked as if there was nothing there through a wall. He's like, that's not normal. So anyway, I thought that was funny. But, and Shane was like, or you're seeing things. Like, I don't, it's dark outside. I yeah. don't know what to tell you. Listen. But scary movies just like, I feel like I do want to say, Catherine, they're like, they're so bad. So Most of them are so bad. Most yeah. of them are just, I don't like the Freddy movies. I don't like Halloween movies. I don't like, Scream? Scream, Scream is, is actually kind of, kind of good. Isn't the that first also one is a good. Craven movie? But like Scream Probably. is one of those movies that like, I didn't, it was I like, like, isn't it? it? That was made by the same person who made Cabin in the Woods. So, no, it wasn't. Cabin in the yes, Woods is Jeff, Joss Whedon. Oh, no, wait. Wasn't there somebody wrote it or produced it or something? I have no, I don't know. In relation, anyway, the idea is that it's supposed to be semi-parody satire. Yeah, because, yeah, in Scream, they reference horror movies constantly. They're always talking about them. I remember when we were watching it. I watched it for the first time, actually, like, last year. Um, Fully watched. I mean, like, I had seen bits of Scream. Yeah, like, but I had never fully just watched the first Scream. And I remember being, like, annoyed. I was like, this, I don't like this. But as it went on, I liked it more. Um, They break the fourth wall. They they do. And also, the villains of that movie are gay, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like yes come on yes, what's happening here like it was like the it's like it's like at the end of the movie and all of a sudden they're all over each other and i was like hang on a second yeah. what's going on yeah yeah in this spicy closet let's what's happening here but that's what i mean like i think i th- that one's good but i feel like so many of the franchises are just like gory just to be gory because i remember yeah. i watched halloween or saw oh the first saw is pretty good and then after that it just like is a sharp sharp decline in quality then it's just like shock it's just made for like shocking whatever it's just to shock you hostile any okay anything eli roth makes i remember there was like a (laughs) moment in time of like two years in the early 2000s where eli roth was like this godsend to horror movies because he had made hostile and i was like this movie is just gory like this movie is literally just like shock like it's shocking it's It's like like shockingly violent like what's like sex here there and everywhere like i'm like this none this is not and then it's like every director was doing that rob zombie rob zombies halloween movies to me are just such trash (laughs) i have watched three two the two i think that he made one of which i watched in theaters and i was like this is just like violent and disturbing just to be like it's just women having sex and then somehow Michael Myers shows up out of nowhere. I'm like, how did you even, how did you know people were fucking in a car? There's, it's a parking lot full of cars. You just, did you Six knock cents, on every baby. door? Six cents. Like, I just, it doesn't make sense. Anyway. You know what the real horror franchise is though? Mm. Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun yes. in the hood? What are you talking <laughs> One of the best movies of all time, Catherine. One <laughs> of the best movies of all time. I, I, I did ask people like what, 
scary characters they thought of, like on our social meds. Yes. And um, it was funny because I feel like, hang on, I just had an idea. We need to have some sort of like brew based (laughs) channel where we like make ancient alcohol called social mead. Oh, there we go. That business plan. All right, let's steal it. And so uh, Gremlins was mentioned, which I always forget because Gremlins is kind of seen as like a Christmas movie, but it's also a scary movie. There's also a scene where a gremlin is blended into a blender. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. The shit stuff. I think one also is in a microwave and explodes. Yes. So, so, you know, not my favorite. Thanks. Although Um, the thing about gremlins is that like those gremlins are hilarious. Like they're like, like, they have like money. They're like smoking. They're like, I don't even know. Yeah. It's supposed to be funny, but like as a child, I feel like it's, it's a lot. I mean, I think during our Christmas movie, we talked our Christmas episode, we talked about the gremlins speech about the dad dying in the chimney in the the chimney. Um, Fun times. Um, And then, and then there was the Michael Myers thing, which makes me laugh every time I think about the fact that it's just a, uh, Shatner mask is yeah so the guy so if you if you watch the um movies that made us or whatever stuff oh on Netflix, you know what I think I remember that yeah it was a Shatner there mask. is a yeah this season has this season is like Halloween movies and it has Halloween and uh they said that like there was like a Spock mask they, they didn't have much money so there was like a Spock mask and then there was like a William Shatner mask but they wanted it to be nothing. They wanted it to be like a blank face. So they, they just, just took melted it. him. Yeah, they took his face as it is. And then they like shaved his head a bit and like warped it a bit and then just made it like a white, like painted it white. And then that's, it's a William Shatner mask. I mean, it's probably a Captain Kirk mask. Well, yes. But... So it's a technically a Star Trek movie. Sure. Yeah, of course. course. You heard it here. Um <laughs> Um, so that always makes me laugh, but yeah, the Freddy movies, I don't really get, nor do I very much enjoy for the same reason. They're just gory and bloody and there's like sex and stuff. And then, yeah, but I mean, I feel like there's like, uh, not those are the, what, those are the, are like, those the Friday the 13th movies? The Friday the 13th movies. I feel like there's like, the thing about it What's is the just, other one. I always get that guy confused with the hockey mask guy. Jason, Jason, Jason. Voorhees. Who wasn't um, even in the first movie. No, it was his mom. Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the those thing is like I feel like I mean I'm sure there are loads of essays, loads of like documentaries done on the psychology of like 80s horror movies and how much they hate women. But the thing is, all 80s movies hate women, every single one. So it's not like it's a surprise. So it's not surprising that like in the like 80s movies where women are desired, they're basically being sexually assaulted by a bunch of nerds. And then in the 80s movies that are about horror, it's just a bunch of women being murdered for being sluts. Like it's nobody's surprise. It's not surprising. No. It's very not. clear, actually. <sighs> but anyway. But anyway. We shall leave it at that. And folks, like- we... Highly recommend you watch some of the movies on our list. I was about to say, our recommendations, we gave them. We gave them yeah. in the episode. Please, yeah. if I was going to choose anything off my list, I would say watch The Cabin in the Woods or watch uh, Get Out. Mm-hmm. What's that movie with Liv Tyler and all those people, they kill them, who kill her and her husband and they're wearing the ma- a mask? They're wearing like, and it's like kids and stuff and they're wearing like clown masks or something? Oh, I don't know what that is. I forget what it's called, but it looks terrifying. 
Hmm. And they were like, oh, it's based on a true story. And I was like, what like, no true thanks. story? No, thank you. And, yeah, and then I and then I Googled it. And it turns out that the true story is just the Manson family. And I was like, that's not, that's the, same not the same. Those fuck losers. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, don't make them that scary. Oh, the Manson the other- family isn't. That's the thing about the, like a lot of cults. I mean, I feel like we should do another episode about cults. Um, Have we uh, done an episode on cults? I don't know. Can I tell I you? I don't think so. I, I feel like we always find episode ideas <laughs> mid-conversation in our episodes. Okay, yeah, so I guess we'll leave it here. <laughs> Have a happy and safe Halloween. Have a happy and safe Halloween. You know, don't uh, try to stay safe. The six yeah. feet apart rule. Um, stay COVID safe. Make sure you and can webs- stay COVID if you're safe. One of those, if you're, I, I know you're not because I know our audience is smart, but if you're one of those dumbasses <laughs> who's like, my kid's going to get edibles in their candy no one is Who you know how expensive edibles are waste an edible i don't even i don't even i don't even like weed i don't like to go near it and even i know me the square knows that edibles are expensive no one as a practical joke is thinking let me spend 200 dollars to put random edible candy unless you're going to i don't know like a murderer millionaire's house which like you know, I'm sure they also have the full size candy bars, so do go there. But <laughs> unless you're going there, no one's no one's doing that. No, nobody's nobody's wasting their time. And also, you wouldn't like you would find out who had that. Like, you know what I mean? It's not the thing about trick or treating and the idea of like there being something scary in the candy. It's like I'm pretty sure you could track that if there was like we all went to this house and all of our kids have needles in their mouth. Like you know, we'd we'd you'd figure it out. You'd find well, it in the neighborhood. Yeah, and then also that's never happened apparently. Like, oh, it's uh, never happened once because people I'm aren't monsters. Think, you know uh, what? Actually, a monstrous thing that has happened is people putting. I think there has been stuff where people have done that to dogs, or like put like things that dogs shouldn't eat inside like peanut butter and like left it on the street. So watch out yes. for that. Never let your dog just eat something off the road because you don't know what weirdo is trying to kill your dog. But it's never happened with kids. So he, okay, so there's this movie, Killer Legends. Okay, so I do have a recommendation. Speaking of candy stuff, there is a documentary called Killer Legends, which is based, which is like, came off of this documentary by these two people who also made this one called Cropsy, which is so good. Oh, Cropsy was upsetting. It was so upsetting. But uh, they made this documentary called Killer Legends about the, um, what are they called? urban legends that follow us around and how the how they're not real so the whole idea about like the lovers lanes and like people murdering people like you know the man with the with the hook for a hand on lovers lanes or they specifically talked about the candy being contaminated and how like there's every year in some city in the u.s somebody's like oh my god my, my kid we found candy that was tainted and it's like and half the time i literally half the time it's been like it's never been that somebody's trying to murder a child. It's literally been like a child is trying to get attention. Mm, makes sense. So they like stick like a like a pin needle and they're like, mom, look what I found, you know, or whatever. Um, and they talked about how that that urban legend that I literally my mom wouldn't let me eat the candy unless she checked, she checked it first. It. Yeah. Um, which is fair. Like, I think you should do that just in general. Cause like people be out here giving people like nasty ass candy, but um, <laughs> get <laughs> you know. your gross cherry filled chocolate away from me. You know, those yeah, boxes? exactly. No, thank you. Well, thank you. Um, but 
like my, I, my mom was a hundred percent. And my mom is like an, uh, like childcare related worker, but she was very adamant that like, I don't want somebody poisoning you, but it turns out that that story came from, or that paranoia came from this time where these kids went trick or treating. And this is all in the documentary, um, and died of cyanide poisoning because somebody put cyanide poisoning in their pixie sticks. Oh, and they're like jumbo pixie sticks. You want to know who put the cyanide in their jumbo Another pixie child? sticks? Their dad. Oh, who wanted money for you life know, insurance? Listen, and then and he literally everybody was like, parent. "You ruined Halloween. You ruined Halloween." Because from then on, every parent was paranoid that their kids' candy was going to be tainted but because it became should- just like snowball effect they should do of like, a PSA being like listen unless you're killing your kid no one's killing your kid this like- is what I mean like it was just very bizarre but anyway it was really interesting to watch that documentary because it talks about like that it talks about killer clowns it talks about um like people uh like it was like Cropsy, but the people escaping insane asylums and all that stuff so I don't talk- like but it-, it I don't like it thank you <laughs> but it talks about kind of like how diluted the stories are now and how it like isn't at all what actually what the original story is so well yeah it is an urban legend that's yeah that's the nature so it was really them. interesting because people fully st- think about how many parents are like my kid's gonna get poisoned if i don't check their candy first and also i'm what when did that happen probably the 80s yeah it was the 80s like the 80s already had like missing kids on every like like every yeah, stranger danger there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff from the 80s probably one of the worst decades um, for children you could literally like you could probably literally steal a child in broad daylight and they would never find you never find you they'd never find you it would it would literally be you probably just like tell a kid like hey do you want to go to mcdonald's and the kid would be like all right and then you kill the kid Bye. Like, done dead done <laughs> easy peasy you know Ugh. okay well thank you very much for listening to our spooky uh episode Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed our fireside chat. And uh, please rate and review us on iTunes and give us a five stars. It really does help. It helps people see us more. Uh, And beyond that, follow us on social media. And you can follow us at I'd Kill a Spider for You and Mm -hmm. I'd Kill a Spider number four letter U on Twitter. And me at BCC Williams, basically anywhere. What about you, Carmen? Um, you can find me at Carmen underscore Maria 416. And uh, my colleague and I um, just started up our BIPOC grief and death talks page on Instagram. Ooh. So now we are officially, we have a, an official email and uh, Instagram that we are now using for all business inquiries. Carmen will be touring the country soon talking about like death. Death. <laughs> She's not topic. technically, but if she does, I Carmen, you know I'll be your manager. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally down for it. It's totally fine. Um, but anywho, folks, take care, and we'll probably record our cult episode soon. Honestly, it might be the next one. The <laughs> amount. Of, remember that time we didn't realize we had what hadn't talked about the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> How have we not talked about cults? How have we not talked about cults? What's wrong with us? Wow. We're like two years, three years deep into this, and we still don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. Wow. Anyway. Good night, folks. Yeah, spooky, scary skeletons, guys, and shivers down your spine. <laughs>